Hey, what's up, boys? This is Royal City Chatter with your host, Roman. And uh, I got my homie, Serge, Slurge over here. Um, he uh, he went through the youth door, which is like the, um, the youth facility, uh, youth rehab facility version of the rehab facility that I went through. That I correlated. They're basically run by the same person, right? Except, uh, I don't know, is it? Is it basically run by the same person? Yeah, it's... The, the program manager's, like, friends with the owner of the door, so they're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's basically the same kind yeah. of curriculum. And the, the people are very alike. They're, they're both, like... Yeah, they're both fucking... Yeah. Just power-hungry goofs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, Serge and I start talking about... Uh, he still doesn't have his license. And, I mean, he's a young, young, handsome gentleman, and he's just kind of uh, submerging himself back into the world, and... You know, it's it's not easy going, you know, balls balls to the wall into addiction when you're so uh, so young. I mean, I knew I, I I got all fucked up young too, right? I was uh, I was doing heroin my senior year in high school. And everyone else was like, "Dude, you need to slow down." <laughs> um, yeah. So um, but yeah, man, he's trying to you know, he's trying to get himself back into society standards and whatnot, get a license, get shit going for him. He's a, you know, he's in a bit of a car obsession right now with a with the Cadillacs. Oh yeah. Yeah, what's that all about, man? Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was kind of looking at cars and like that's, that that's when I kind of knew I was in obsession because I was on fucking, I was on Auto Trader like swiping looking at different cars I could find. I don't swiping even have right, my eh? yeah. <laughs> swiping right on Auto Trader. I don't Trader. even have my learners yet, right? And, yeah. Um, you know, I at first I started looking at like Infinity. Um, infinity sedans then i thought oh like fuck it i'll get a coupe right and then g35 yeah yeah dude yeah and then all of a sudden i'm looking at suvs and i'm then i'm looking at like then i'm looking at this cadillac then i'm looking at range rovers right like just 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 down a rabbit hole right? hey yeah. just fucking like like on Pornhub when things get out of hand and you got like six tabs open and you're like, I don't even want to watch anything. I just want to keep opening pads. Yeah, right. Uh, dude, you know, but what did you tell me about that? You said that if you get an expensive car. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel you're like, gonna, I feel like yeah. if I get like an expensive car, like the, like the Cadillac or whatever, I'll, um, I'll almost be like a more careful driver, like, because I wouldn't want to like dent it up or scratch it up. Almost when you get like a crisp new pair of shoes, you like. You, you walk carefully because you don't want to crease them and yeah. you don't want to put a scuff in them or whatever. Yeah, but what you don't understand, Serge, because I used to feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what did I want as my first car? I think I wanted the G35. That was, yeah. that was my dream car. Fuck, I wanted that car until, like, November of last year, bro. Like, I literally started yeah. saving for that car. I was so obsessed with it. I didn't want the 37. I wanted the 35. And I've been obsessed with that thing since fucking high school. Probably even before then, you know? Just, like, for some reason, it's been my dream car. I think it's because I'm, like, Russian and Ukrainian, and, I'm, and I got that drug dealer mentality where I still think that's super cool. Yeah. Every time I see a fucking Hindu baller just rolling up in one of those and, like, full chains. Yeah. Absolute fucking goof. But for some reason, it appeals to me. Yeah, I still kind of like that look, too, man. It's... Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just something about it um but so i I i felt the same way and um and here's what happened 
It's it's about the motivation for why you're getting a fucking license in the first place right now. You want a car. You don't want to be able to drive. You want to be a baller. You want to roll around in a freaking Cadillac, right? And you don't even have a license. That's the last thing on your mind. You just want to drive that car. Yeah. You're not thinking a fucking. You're not thinking far ahead. You're very nearsighted right now. Oh yeah. And that being said, right off the bat, you got your. You want this car. So if you get this car right now, you're gonna crash it because you don't know how to drive. Right. And your mind is not gonna be at a place where I'm like, I want to be a really good driver so I don't crash this car. Your mind right now is at a place where I want to be a baller in this car. So you get the car and then you're gonna start adapting to driving safely. But especially in the roads in Vancouver, man, like 90% of drivers are fucking hazardous, you know? The reason, you know, people get into accidents isn't, isn't because they weren't safe more often than the times, it's because of the other person's fault. You know what I mean? I mean that, make, that barely yeah. makes any sense, but like... No, no, you know I, I, mean? I know when what they, you mean. It's, it's like you're, most of the time, you're not at fault. It's like... It's like some other unexperienced driver that just made like a common yeah. rookie mistake, right? Yeah, even if you're being, when you're being safe, I mean, right? When you're trying to like, uh, um, you know, take an extra minute, uh, you know, before you drive ahead and like let the other person go. I've been doing that lately because I've been kind of valuing this truck and it fucking, it cost me a lot. And um, I got a really mint condition and I've never had a vehicle with such low kilometers before. So I was super psyched to get this thing. So every time... Every time there's like a yield sign or something, I always let everybody else go ahead of me, especially when I'm in a good mood, you know, I won't be a dick about it. And I'll be kind of careful, right? But when I was your age, man, I, I, I had this one car, that was my mom's old car, and it took me a month to start it. I was trying to figure out and do like all the mechanics myself, and I took everything apart, dude. I was obsessed with this car. I wanted to get on the road, right? Because I just wanted to drive. Right, and I wanted to be careful. What's going on there? And uh, and I wanted to, I wanted to be on the road because just having a car is fucking cool, right? It's it's dope, especially that first car, man. When you're just on the road, you got your you got your buddy, and you got two girls in the back, you know. They're just psyched to be in a car. Everyone's just psyched to be in a car driving around. And um, I finally started that car, and I crashed it within two weeks. Bro, I crashed it in two motherfucking weeks after spending a month. On fixing it, you know, like where's the logic in that? And it wasn't even like I was going fast. It's just because I didn't know how fast I can go into a left turn, you know, on a yellow light when it had just rained. I thought I'd be fine. I might have been slightly hungover, but I don't know. Besides <laughs> the point. And like it's it's just little things like that, man. Where it's literally until you get the feel for it, until you're an experienced driver. You know, you're going to fuck shit up. And it would be a shame for that first trial run for it to be a Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I de- that's definitely a good perspective to look at it from. I, uh, I didn't think of it that way. Because looking back now, I'm actually, uh, I just realized as you were talking, I, uh, I'm spending more time actually looking up the cars and looking at all the different deals I could get on it. And, um sort of like like almost picturing myself driving around in it in it with the buddies i'm spending more time doing that than actually i'm learning how to drive the car and studying for the test yeah because that's your motivation right yeah. whenever whenever we do anything we're fucking motivated you know like yeah. why do you 
uh, why do you pursue girls? Because, you know, you might get a blowjob later that night. Or why do you, you know, why do you do this? Because, like, you know, you get where you work, you get money, you get paid, you get food, you know, you're self-sustaining, right? There's always a motivation. There's always a goal behind everything. And it depends what that is, though, right? Yeah. So if my goal is to get a vehicle so I can drive, so I can branch out, get more opportunities, have the ability to go farther, you know, be more independent from my parents, from everybody around me, then you're going to have a totally different mindset going into this whole thing, right? You're going to you're gonna not care about how expensive, how baller your vehicle is. You're just going to want a vehicle, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting a nice car, you know? I think the CTS is dope. I'm, I'm imagining it now. I actually searched it on Google earlier. Yeah, it looks nice, 2008. But for that to be your first vehicle, man, I can't, you know, I can't count how many conversations I've already had with people about this. Like, to have a really nice car for your first car isn't probably the greatest choice, you know, especially when it's like, no matter how much you want to take care of it and you think that you will, shit's going to go awry. Like, you can basically guarantee it that your first year, maybe two years of driving is basically going to be driving a bumper car. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to hit something. You're going to learn how to park. Like, fuck, learning how to park, especially with this big thing, was a completely different story. But, like, it's the same kind of idea. And it doesn't matter how easy it is on a vehicle. If it's got all the sensors, if it's got, it's still that feel for it that you need to get. You know what I mean? And it's not, like, you know, 20, 2050 just yet. So, cars aren't parking themselves 100p. So, all these little things that you kind of get a knack for. I mean, you're going to scratch it. You're going to hurt it. And, like, do you really want that to be on, like, your first your first car and they're really expensive right yeah probably not i mean like you're you're saying all of this and it it sounds completely valid and like completely logical but at the same time deep down in my head i'm still telling myself oh i'm gonna get this car i'm gonna buy this oh it's okay i'll be a careful driver and that's that's probably because i'm just like still an obsession it's terminally unique man tell me how that's different from like when somebody tells you don't do fentanyl you're like, no, 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 it won't happen to me. Yeah. It won't happen to me, trust me. I, I fucking morsel out, I portion out my, ration it out. Yeah. I have little fucking pill containers for each day. No, you don't. You do the whole fucking, you know, thing that same day. You don't save your drugs for later, right? When have you ever saved a bag of Coke for the morning? Like you said you would, you know what I mean? Yeah. Has that ever happened? It's It kind of applies to anything, though, man. Like, think about the motive, like... And going back to it again, I remember I had, I had two shitty cars, and I finally got a really nice car that I really liked, and I, I crashed it as well. Because I was really high, and I was doing like e-brake drifts oh, yeah. in the neighborhood, and then I kind of did one as I was going into this turn, and I turned too much, and then I tried to turn back, but the, you know it was too late. The car was already skidding towards this person's um, fence. And it was like this, like, this mansion. It was definitely like a $3 million house down in Richmond. And they had, like, one, the, the front gate was, like, this really nice brick wall with a, with a fence that, like, rolled open with an intercom that you rolled up to. And you'd be like, beep. And then it goes, and open up like a, like a nice fucking mansion, right? And uh, I drove into the block that had the intercom. And I guess it was all like cinder blocks or something. It was kind of hollow. So I busted through that pillar 
and I sent the intercom flying through the living room window, which was about 12 feet by like 8 feet wide. And it smashes the window, goes in their house, yo. And like my fucking car looks like a V. Like there's a V in the front of my car, you know what I mean? It looks like, you know, I can't even explain it. It looks like Moses spread the seas. And, and I'm like, shit. So I like quickly assess the situation. Bear in mind, I'm like incredibly high on coke at this time. Like just incredibly high. Right after the dentist, for some reason, I thought that'd be a good idea. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. And uh, so I I throw it in reverse. I gun it the fuck out of there. I'm driving home and I can see that my radiator is leaking out while I'm driving, right? So I'm watching my um, temperature gauge for my engine just go. And it's like fucking redlining. I'm almost home. I make it home. But because I hit it in the front, I'm praying that my license plate didn't come off while I was there. You know what I mean? Just praying. Because if my license plate's there, they already know who did it. I'm already fucked. So I get home and I look at it and my license plate is literally jammed into my radiator with a piece of dirt. Like it's just hanging off by a piece of dirt. And because it was like folded over, dude, it was the luckiest moment of my life. You know, like, that was, like, at least a couple thousand dollars in damages. I would have been fucked. I had no job at the time. And then uh, I remember going back there later that week to check it out. And I guess they were on, like, vacation because there was nobody there. Nobody had fixed anything. The window was still smashed. And there was (laughs) birds in their house. There was, like, birds flying out of their window, dude. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Nice Lambo on the street. Uh, that'd be a nice first car. Hey? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> Throw that out right away. Um, yeah, dude, it was fucking epic. But again, that's just another story of like me crashing into shit because I was doing dumb shit. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. What how else? You know what else is going on? You're, you're in high school now. You're chasing tail. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I just got into high school. I'm uh. You know, just the regular fucking high school shit, just have a part-time job, and, uh, Susie sucked Johnny's dick, and then Johnny hooked up with Lacey, and now Susie and Lacey aren't friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know? (laughs) Just, uh... What a bitch. Yeah, I don't know, just, just trying to, trying not to, like, get involved in, in all the drama, right? Because I, um, I, uh... A couple of years ago, I well, well, two years ago, I wasn't really doing the best in school, and uh, I wasn't taking it too seriously, and I'm kind of behind due to that. So, how does it feel to be like? Are you in a class with kids that are much younger than you? No, it's it's an alternative school, so there's like, what does that mean? Like a retarded school? Ba- like basically, it's basically. it's either it's either for kids that are like very good at school. So they can, like, work ahead, then, like, work ahead other kids. Because it's, like, work at your own pace so they can get more work done. They can get two grades done in a year if they want to. Or it's for degenerates like me that, uh, (laughs) that that sort of, um, fucked around in school and that are behind that, like, need to get their grades up, right? And it's, um, it's a lot of, like, one-on-one teacher work, you know, the teachers help you and, um... That's kind of good, though. Yeah. I... I like to think I'm a smart person, though. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I did just call myself a degenerate, but I, I am a, a little, degenerate genius, bro. Yeah. 
I am a little school smart, right? That and, bitch um, just came out. She's like, what did you hit me? Yeah. <laughs> my, well, you know what, though? Like, here's, here's my question to you. Do you think that somebody, say somebody goes to school, right? And they have, you know, those EA teachers or whatever, the ones that kind of help you out this, yeah. um, not the substitute teachers, but the teachers that chill in there and they help kids, um, you know, not necessarily with learning disabilities, but they're just kind of there to, you know, just to help you out. So imagine this two scenarios for scenario. Number one, um, guy goes to school and then he has all the, you know, all the privileges. He has all, he has a bunch of people looking up for him. He has all these teachers investing time in him, spending extra time with him, um, helping him out. He's not, he's like borderline, you know, slow yeah. when it comes to learning, but he's, he's making it by, he's got a help, a bunch of help from his teachers, you know, after curriculum, he's got a bunch of help from these side teachers, uh, so on and so forth. And he makes it, you know, he passes everything. He, uh, he gets his dogwood uh, diploma, whatever it is. Now, scenario number two, um, same guy, just no help. You know, teachers don't have time. They're not spending time with him. There's no, like, EA teacher. There's no extra teacher in the classroom, so he's just got to wait for the main teacher. The main teacher doesn't always have enough time to come by. He doesn't have enough help. He ends up failing by just a couple percent, you know, maybe, like, 8%, right? Just because he didn't get the, the main, you know, the, the meat of the, of the topic down. He didn't remember certain dates in history class, whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah. So, how, tell me, that person is still the same person. Yeah. Just because he didn't retain a certain amount of information because somebody wasn't there to tell him. You know, the events unfolding in his life. Now, why don't we, like, teachers are very important is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And it is a dangerous road when you go into it, you know, because when you give off the vibe that you're like, fuck you, I don't care, you know, people aren't going to try to help you. Right? That's just how it works. That's just how life works. But when you're genuinely interested in getting better and you're trying to learn and you're trying to pass this course and you're trying to get extra help and there's no one to help you, you know, um, you're, you're screwed. Yeah. And teachers have been fucked all like for the last decade. From what I remember, there's been so many strikes. They've been asking for a raise. And these are the people that spend, what, eight hours of their day with your kids every day trying to teach them, you know, and help them in their life and influencing them in ways that you couldn't even imagine. And, you know, and we go and cut their fucking tax dollars and cut their pays, um, you know, give, and then and then they're just left by the wayside, you know. And that's the teachers' union. Nobody gives a flying fuck about the teachers' union. And look at the longshoremen's union. Those guys are, like, basically, in our in our generation, in our era, you know that if you're a longshoreman, you're fucking set. You're set for life if you get into the longshoremen union, right? Yeah. That's the way you see it. And those guys have their own union just like the teachers do. Except that union is fucking ten times more protected than the teachers' union. And they make a lot more money. Why? Because they're in charge of import and exports. Now, all those idiot inbred fucks that work at the docks that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, you know, who you wouldn't let near your kids, let alone spend eight hours with them, you know, are making more money, are getting more respect, are having a lot wealthier lives, a lot more um, financial security in their life than these teachers that have been struggling for, I want to say, two decades now and getting a proper... Um, you know, wage for their hard work. I just think that's a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I um, 
I don't know. It's it's definitely something to think about, right? Like, like in that yeah, high school that you're going to, you said there's it's the only high school in New Westminster. Yeah. And it's got around three thousand kids. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking kids. For that's that's school. just a guess. I don't know. I, I well, think it's, it's still a, if it's, it's the yeah, only it's one, a, you'd consider it to be yeah. a lot of people there, right? Yeah. So three thousand is a lot. Because I remember in Richmond alone, there was like four or five high schools. Yeah. And that was you know all chines. And um, so. If you got um, you got that high school and then you got a bunch of kids there. Do you think that do you feel like each kid individually gets a lot of help there? Um, I definitely like I, I can speak for myself. I I cannot complain. And if I look around like at the other kids in the class, it, it looks like the teachers are definitely valuing their work and like helping them out too. But. I'm I'm not sure. Uh, I I'd like to say that it's it's the same in the actual mainstream part of the school too. Mm-hmm. But I know in in Sigma where I go, there is um, it's definitely uh, the like like there's enough help. The the teachers definitely do a good job with sort of helping you understand something if you don't understand it, and sort of getting you caught up. And, yeah. yeah, that's good, man. That's that's good. That's reassuring to me that you know. At least the government and you know the teachers union is doing it's doing good there because yeah. we have it pretty good here, man. Like where, where you grew up, I don't remember if you grew up in Ukraine or not or Russia. I grew up in Ukraine. And I remember how that shit went, man. And it was just like if you didn't have the, t- it was kind of like college. If you didn't have the time or if you didn't catch what the teacher was saying, you're screwed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like no one's gonna repeat themselves to you. The classrooms were, you know, twice the size of what they are here. And it's just like I think that we have it pretty fucking good here, and we we underestimate and we don't treat our teachers with enough respect, uh, and let alone um, you know value their time mm-hmm. because they deserve a lot more than what they're getting. Is what I think. Yeah, for sure. And and the alternative schools, the because I was talking to my parents about this, and my parents uh, lived in Russia for most of their lives, and. Um, they they said that the alternative school in Russia it's not like it's not like what we have here it's it's um you you know if you if you go to one of those alternative schools you're considered like a, a reject of society you're right gonna, right your life's not gonna go anywhere yeah you're, you're gonna you're gonna be the fucking you're gonna be the garbage man you're gonna yeah. be the guy holding the stop and go signs yeah, on the street you're streets, gonna be right? the janitor yeah cleaning the toilets right that's like, right yeah yeah the custodian. Yeah, so I'm just... I'm You're going to be Willie! Willie! <laughs> from The Simpsons. Yeah. Willie! Yeah, exactly, man. Like, we don't have that, you know, there. They don't have that there, sorry. And like, third world country, man, forget about it. Oh, yeah, there's no forget, school at all. Forget about it. It's all about how much money you have, and even that won't get you through. Like, you can be... For example, my dad went through medical school. Um, he was a doctor in the Ukraine. And... Um, you know, it, he saw a bunch of people who just simply didn't have money, but had the brains, or had great grades, and they didn't make it through mm-hmm. because they had nobody to grease the wheels for them, and they had nobody to, you know, kind of uh, extinguish fires when they came up. And when someone got drunk and did something stupid, they got kicked out. You know, and then there's the rich kids who were getting terrible fucking grades. But their dads were millionaires, covered their ass. Whenever they did something stupid, they just pay off the man, and everything was fine. High shush, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's the thing with this modern world too, right? That things things can sometimes get corrupt like that. And um, 
in most situation, like in most situations, money talks, right? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure here in Canada, even there's, there's the, the odd principle or vice principle that you could pay off to like get your kid in the school or get your kids. Especially private schools, man. Guaranteed. Cause you know what those work. You basically, if they say that your kid's not allowed in, you make a sizable donation. Next thing you know, they were inviting you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That works like that. Anyways, we got to wrap it up. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you on, Serge. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, Royal City Chatter. Look me up on Anchor. It's it's good shit. It's good shit. Thanks again for your time, and uh, that'll be all, folks.